What is up? It's Monday night. It is not 8 p.m. It is 8.22. We are 20 minutes late today, but you know what? Hey, sometimes that's just what happens in life. <laughs> Live from the Cat House in Montebello, California, it's time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. I am flanked on my right, behind the camera, my wife and my little son. He is relaxing, laughing, watching his daddy talk. For whatever reason, the, 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 the soft, dulcet tones of Daddy's podcast voice really put the little tiger at ease and watch in three minutes. Right after I said that, I'm sure. We're live on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Good job. Remember when that was an exciting thing? Remember when watching Monday Night Raw was exciting? It's not anymore. It's unfortunate. So we're here. It's Monday night. Uh, I, I beat Streets of Rage 4. Uh, the other day, I, I did it, I did it, but it's still not going to stop me from posting funny videos of me uh, sucking at the game. I, 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 I beat it by hook or crook. It, it, it's a lot of fun. Jai, I will, we'll get you your copy as soon as possible. Uh, no sweat. As soon as, as soon as I'm allowed to release the Kraken, which uh, I guess technically uh, later this week, we're, we're allowed to release the Kraken of, of, of the Streets of Rage 4. As far as this physical copy goes, we're, we're, we're going to get you yours. And even my, my wife, uh, my wife and I, we, we had our exciting Saturday night. Our, our, our son allowed us to allowed us a little bit of free time on Saturdays for the first time in seven months where uh, he slept and we were both awake. And it's like, it's only like nine o'clock. What do we do? We played charades. <laughs> and then I, and I fired up my switch. Hey, let's play some Streets of Rage. <laughs> we, we, we played one, one level Streets of Rage. And then uh, like good old people, uh, we, we, we played some crossword after that. But that, that, that's what you do. You try to find quiet things to entertain yourself while the baby's asleep. And, and he, he let us he, he let us be uh, at peace for a little while. Of course, you know, he's a baby. He's still you know, six and a half months old. Of course, he woke up at, <laughs> at various times. But you know what? We had a little bit of peace on a Saturday night for the first time in uh, forever. But yes, Streets of Rage 4. It's been very exciting at work. We're, we're shipping out copies to, to Amazon. So they can be shipped back out to customers uh, to arrive on Thursday. It's it, so it's it's really great. We, I'm just sending sending them out, and I'm really excited because it's an awesome game, and and I'm gonna try to find some time to to stream more of me being not good at the game. And although I, I unlocked the character I wanted the most, I wanted Max from Streets of Rage 2. I, I finally unlocked him yesterday. Well, while my wife and my son were asleep, I, I got in some Streets of Rage time where I literally had Tiger right here over my left shoulder, but I was able to you know, hold my controller with with both hands and set the switch right next to me on my rocking chair. And I, I managed to get enough uh, points in the game to finally unlock Max. And I was like, all right, I get to get my favorite character. And I, I still suck at the game. Uh, how did I beat the game if I suck? Hey, you know, just... Stubborn determination. The game's not impossible. <laughs> I, I cheesed the daylights out of the final boss. It, it, was, it was pretty awesome. I was like, oh my god, I only have one hit left. What do I do? You know why I play games? It's to cheese. That's why I play games. <laughs> so, last week we talked about San Diego Comic Con and uh, the lament that it that doesn't, that, that it's not happening or it's not what it used to be. We, 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 I, I constantly was like, oh, God, I miss the old days of Comic-Con. But obviously, it, 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 it is long gone. But unfortunately, this year, there was no Comic-Con. But there was 
a lot of panels. They were the, 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 if you went on YouTube, if you want on the official YouTube of the San Diego Comic-Con, or the Whale's Vagina Comic-Con, if you so prefer, that they still had panels. Uh, they, they actually had stars show up. Uh, I, I, I would say the, the panel MVP would be Keanu Reeves. He showed up twice. Not only did he show up for Bill and Ted 3, uh, I guess it, I forgot, it's Face the Music, again, and the, corresponding with a new trailer which we got this past week for Bill and Ted had kids. Holy shit. Right. That's right, Ty. And, uh, yeah, he showed up. They, they did a, a fun little Zoom call. I, I, I assume, I, I haven't watched any of these uh, digital panels. I, I've seen little uh, screenshots or clips of them. Or uh, Keanu in his awesome John Wick slash uh, uh, Bill and or Ted Hare. He, he was on. He was talking about it. And then not only did he do a Bill and Ted panel, he also showed up for DC and he, they did a 15-year retrospective on Constantine, which was, as usual, whenever these, like, anniversaries are retrospective, like, it, it's very sobering. I'm like, that was 15 years ago? Oh, my God. I had hair 15 years ago. Oh, my God. So, yeah, what, 2005? I think I still was deluding myself into thinking I had hair. I mean, J Jai Polidor helped me out as being one of the first people I'd met that was actually taller than me that could look, hey, wow, you really got a bald spot going there. Like, what? So my barber lied to me for years. But yes, back 2005. Yeah, the Constantine come out in theaters and the, and the, the wave of like early comic book movies. Uh, but he showed up and he did a panel about that and a, a good a good friend uh uh, the show, uh, Pete Molini was texting me and telling me, yeah, they're, 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 there's a rumor they're going to try to do like an HBO Max thing. I don't know if they're going to try to revive him as Constantine or do do something with him as Constantine. Uh, I think that the current British dude he's playing him is, is an awesome Constantine in my book, but I guess, I guess uh, different strokes for different folks. Some people enjoyed the Keanu Reeves Constantine. I mean, it was a movie that happened. It was weird. I think I watched it once. I I, I I really don't recall anything from it of note other than him falling a lot. It was a lot of falling. I was in, back in those days, like, man, hey, we can do a lot of cool stuff with computer graphics. Look, you can fall like a hundred floors. Ooh. But there, there were other panels, and I, I was seeing a review of these panels, and I, I guess whoever was in charge of San Diego Comic-Con's uh, YouTube channel. I guess they, they theoretically shat the bed. Uh, some stuff was out of their control. I think there were some some panels they were not allowed to, you know, rebroadcast or put up on the internet. I think they were allowed to stream some of the panels live, but beyond that, they, they didn't have the rights to certain things. But other stuff that they did post up, I guess they, they didn't talk to the people in charge of YouTube or something? Because... Anything that had like a trailer or any uh, music immediately was struck down by the YouTube uh, algorithm bots. Like, no, you are putting up license thing. Like, no, we have permission. We have we have permission. And we're Comic Con. Uh, the the YouTube algorithm was. I do not care. You you don't care what this comic comic con is. There there there's there, you're getting copyright strikes. And then uh the the other thing I you know I, I realized as as I've been finally updating the you. Uh, FYI, let me 
interrupt myself, the YouTube page has been updated, finally, in the last week. I have uh, I, I've made it my, 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 my sole focus at work to, uh, aside from getting my work done, I actually was like on the side, I, I took my laptop out and I worked on the YouTube page in between sending invoices and contacting people and getting people their copies of uh, Streets of Rage 4 to, to sell at their stores or selling their Amazon stores. I was working on the YouTube page. So not only are we, we are up to date as, as far as the current or in the, the, the shows from the last year, but I've gone, I'm going back into the archives. I'm going, I'm, I'm jumped into the DeLorean. I've gone to 2017 and I am dredging up classic episodes. So we, we're going to have every episode in one place because it, not all the episodes are all together in one place on, on Facebook. And we don't have all the episodes on our SoundCloud because uh, good old producer Sam Zia, he lost a couple of the audio files. So we don't have a couple of the episodes on our SoundCloud. We don't have some of the episodes are on my personal Facebook and some of them are on our public page. But the one place where I, I'm going to endeavor by hopefully by the end of this year, every single episode of the show is going to be on our YouTube page. And I, I'm still figuring out, I got, there's a playlist that will start from the very beginning. If you want to fall into a wormhole of insanity, God, those early episodes, uh, I fired one up and I was listening to it as I was, I was working. I was like, oh my God, the... The crazy manic energy of, of, of Sam Zia pushing my buttons while Pete is, is serving as a referee going, oh, well, this isn't good. <laughs> uh, literally, I think I think one of the videos I, uh, op I uploaded today was me and Sam fighting the entire episode about E3 and Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I was like, whoa, that's a fun one to go back and think. Uh, that was literally three years ago to, to almost the, uh, to, to, to E3. I'm like, wow. Uh, Sam was able to go, and uh, I could not go to that particular electronic entertainment expo. And it, it, it's crazy that the the evolution of the show the show has kind of evolved in three three and a half years now. It's it, it's insane to, to, to think about the, the the constant evolution of the show where we were broadcasting from the secret podcast studios in Burbank, California. Oh, oh, oh no, Dre, Dre, you're letting out the secret. Burbank, California, iHeartRadio. What? What? No. No. Uh, the worst kept secret. I mean, if, if you knew me, you knew where we were. But if you're a stranger, you go back and watch those episodes. Wow, look at those slick microphones and great audio. Like, there was great. Uh, if you if you go listen to the SoundCloud, the, the first, like, 80, 90 episodes have amazing audio. That's because we are an actual radio station. Oh, dang it. Do, do I miss having a co-host that I had to actively fight? 90% uh, no, I don't miss fighting Sam. <laughs> Sam was constantly just trying to... He, he wanted me to be the angry nerd. He, he, wanted, he wanted my brand to be angry. Where I was like, no, that's not my brand. I, yes, I... I I can be I can be brought to anger when when, when there is a, a, a an injustice in this world, but it, he just wanted me to be angry for angry's sake, and that that's not what I wanted this show to be. I, there, there's plenty of angry uh, podcasters and YouTubers out there who angrily complain about everything. I wanted to kind of provide an alternative to that. I wanted to provide some intelligent insight and intelligent discussion. Uh, that's where, like, where, where, when, when the show is like me and Pete, and then 
when it transitioned to me and Rosa, that, that was good. It was like the, Pete and Rosa would challenge me on the stuff I was saying. Like they would ask questions, and then that I, I have no problem being challenged, but I uh, I have a problem where like where Sam was just deliberately just pressing buttons to because he wanted a fiery uh, brimstone and and and. Fire and Brimstone Dre. He wanted that. Oh, I'm so mad. Like, if you go back to our very first episode, like, he he, he instigated it where, like, I was talking about the San Diego Chargers and I was, I was very emotional about it. He's like, that's what I want. I want every episode to be like that where I'm just angrily ranting about something. I'm like, God, there, there's there's too much. I, I want to say in 2017, there was plenty of that. I'm sure there's way too much of that now. That's, I, I like to just sit here and crack wise. I like to intelligently skewer things. I, I yeah, we sit here. We, we I will criticize stuff, but I, I'm not gonna sit here and just torch things unless it's the the joke. Yeah. So carnage and anarchy sells. Uh, unfortunately, I guess I'm not here to sell. I'm I'm here to provide a a different point of view. And has it kept me relatively in the same place I've been for the last three and a half years? Maybe, but you know. As I've, as I've said before, I got a wife and a kid out of this whole podcasting thing, so I'm already ahead. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm not selling any ad space, but I got myself a family, so I'm good. You know, like, the, 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 the show, if the show never makes a dime, I'm still ahead. Brought to you by Trader Joe's Sparkling Lime Water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we are uh, updating everything. So if, if you go to our YouTube page, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, there's a, I, there's like, in, in the last week, there's like 15 or 20 uploads. Like everything from the last month, uh, I, I mean, everything from the last two months is now up there. And then a bunch of older stuff. I, we, I literally just posted the very first episode of the Multiverse Comic Show, even before it was called the Multiverse Comic Show, back when it was just a, a protoform of what it was, and I, I was explaining to to Rosa before we went on the air. I'm like, yeah, I, I posted the first episode. Like, the the reason we created the multiverse comic show was because oh, another. I, I love Sam Z. Uh, he's a good guy, but when you get him behind a, a radio booth, he has very uh, he's very has very strong beliefs of what radio and podcasting are supposed to be. Because uh, when we would try to talk comic books uh, on the show, uh, Sam would just completely either tune out or just crap on whatever I'm talking about saying oh this episode was boring you guys are talking about comic books and I'm like no it's like so then that's why we literally like all right we're just gonna create a separate show that doesn't have Sam <laughs> on Wednesday nights with like which is comic book night as far as comic book nerds are concerned like all right we, we did like multiverse comic show for a couple of years now I realize oh we did it for a good two two years yeah because we got we kind of put it we put it on the shelf last summer, so I guess I would, I would put it like, yeah, about two years we did that. We did that show. And, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Pete has been very busy trying to keep his store up up and running in the midst of this pandemic. Even before that, Pete was still very busy with the, the, the East L.A. Comic Con, which is a great transition into... What we want to talk about next, I mean, we were talking about how San Diego Comic-Con was doing their virtual panels, and those are kind of like, give or take, interesting or not, but our, our good friends at the East LA Cape, what, we, what uh, my wife wanted me to make sure I mentioned today, is like, 
even though there was no East Los Angeles comic book art and pop culture expo. Our crack team is still trying to provide stuff. So like ever, uh, I think every Saturday since the, the the day the cape would have happened, that they're they're starting. They've been trying to do a virtual artist alley. So that that was a big criticism of San Diego Comic Con, where like yeah, they were more than happy to create content or put up content. You okay there, Ty? Uh, they were more happy to put up content to help movie studios, but uh, the the people who were who would be there selling comics, a lot of the independent creators or artists or whatever, the, there was nothing done for them via San Diego Comic Con. That's one of the big criticisms I saw in regards to this virtual Comic Con online. That where this is why Pete created the Cape. The, the Cape is supposed to support all these artists and creators who do not get the light shined on them by the by the Comic Cons. So like every Saturday, or and I think every Saturday until Pete and Marisol run out of artists who are willing to do it, uh, they're doing a virtual artist alley. So they, they put up a 30 to 40 minute video where they, they, they do a Zoom call with an independent artist and uh, they, they, they help promote, what they help explain the, the, the motivations of the artist and helps promote their product and how you can support them, whether it's uh, buying their product directly or a Patreon or some other form of online assistance. And that's where, you know, this is where, you know, as always, Pete has always tried to look out for the best interest of the comic book community, where the Comic-Con is more interested in, like, oh, they're the, they're the only non-profit I know that keeps turning record profits. I mean, <laughs> but East L.A. Cape, if you go to YouTube and you search East L.A. Cape or East L.A. Comic Book Art and Pop Culture Expo, Every Saturday, there is a new video for featuring a different independent artist. My, my wife and I watched one or one of the independent books that she really enjoyed, The Magic Glasses. Uh, I can't remember the, the the names of both the the writer and the artist, but they were both on, talking about their book and talking about the origin of how they met, and then how they can you can support them as they try to put out another issue of their independent book, The, the Magic Glasses. It's a, a fun little story about a young female gamer in, in Los Angeles. See? They're hitting a lot of demographics there in that kind of book. So be sure, please go check it out. While you're searching for my podcast on YouTube, go check out East LA Cape and give them a look-see as well and give them support and give the artists support as well. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about today, which really blew my mind this morning, is... um. I, I noticed a lot, you know, a lot of sports are back in, in, in spite of the, the, the pandemic that's going on right now, whether you believe in the pandemic or not. It's real. Uh, it still shocks me. There's still so many people who think that this is a scam or some sort of a hoax. But it, we, we found out this morning. Uh, also, we, we've seen that the NBA is in a bubble in Orlando. They're, 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 they're keeping all their players in a bubble, which apparently is not working as one of the LA Clippers, uh, Lou Williams, is caught at a strip club in Atlanta, and now he's been uh, put in a 10-day quarantine, and he's I guess he's going to get tested every single day to make sure he doesn't have it. And so they, they can't even control these guys. They're the Lakers' uh, backup center, Dwight Howard, like I don't want to wear a mask. They keep they, they keep catching uh, <laughs> images of him without without his mask. There's a lot of ignorance out there, and apparently. Uh, I learned that uh, Major League Soccer, they are also in a bubble. They're doing a crazy tournament. I, I, I watched uh, 
Yep. Yeah. Some players are testing positive or still playing. Yep, that, that's where I'm going to get to right there. Yep, that's what I'm getting to, Ryan. Um, so, and then uh, soccer, I, I was I watched the LAFC game uh, this past, it was on regular TV. Oh, look, there's some sports on. Cool. I, I put it on. I, I, I Mexican. I, 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 genetically, I do enjoy football. And I, I watched the LAFC game and I was like, oh, are they, I'm like, did they play this at the, uh, at the the big freaking Bank of California Stadium? And no, and I learned as I was watching that that they are also in a bubble as well. They they they're trying to keep all their players quarantined so they don't they're not out intermingling. But you know what sport isn't in a bubble apparently? Major League Baseball. Uh, they 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 have been back for a week now. Uh, they, 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 I think they got off about 93 games. I, I was reading about this. They've gotten about 93 games off. And then this morning, the, uh, the, the uh, I still call them the Florida Marlins, but apparently they're the Miami Marlins. Uh, they had 14 players test positive for COVID-19. And yeah, they've had to, uh, <laughs> they've had to uh, postpone the next couple of games as they try to sort their shit out. And now it seems that baseball has to like, Reckon with the fact, wait, uh, we're just letting these guys travel all over the place because I that all these Marlins players they were playing, they 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 knew some people were positive, but they're like, all right, screw it, let's just play. You know, uh, put the positive guy in the outfield. That's more than six feet away, but uh, yeah, it spread. And uh, now I'm sure all the because the Marlins had just played against uh, the Phillies the night the, before, so now I'm sure every single Philadelphia Philly is like, what the fuck? We were in proximity of 14 guys who have it. And, uh, oh, and, uh, yeah, thank you, Kia. Th- thank you for pointing out the joke that totally went over my head. Of course it was the Florida team that <laughs> that had a giant spike <laughs> in COVID-19 cases. Of all, of course it's the Florida team, right? It, it couldn't have been any other team. The, 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 the Florida man representatives, the Miami Marlins. Oh, just, it's insane. And now I, I'm... I'm pretty certain that baseball got that. Apparently, they were having they had an emergency meeting tonight because oh, the the Yankees and the Phillies were because I guess the my, uh, the Miami Marlins had played the Phillies in Philadelphia, and I guess the Yankees were supposed to fly into Philadelphia. And they're like, oh no, fuck that! We're postponing that game. <laughs> we're not going anywhere near that stadium. If fourteen dudes picked it up like that, oh no, that place is uh, that place is lousy with it. It has to be. It has to be freaking. It cleansed, disinfected, whatever you want to call it. It, it, it just, it's amazing to me that, like, uh, for the almighty dollar, I mean, I, we've seen, like, we shut down, and then uh, er, and then a significant, a, a, a vocal minority, or a, a good amount of people complained. They, we reopened, in spite of the fact that we weren't doing it correctly. You know, the rest of the world, apparently, was like, all right, cool, we'll all wear masks, we'll all be cool, all right, no problem, the rest of the free world, except for the UK, which is America Junior right now, anyway. Uh, uh, the rest of the world is like, oh no, we have this under control. Yeah. If baseball <laughs> is this messed up already, just imagine football, right? Baseball, they're not that close to each other. <laughs> I mean, they're all in the dugout. Oh, Brian Lozano from out of nowhere. What's up, man? Yeah, if they try playing football, like one dude gets infected, how many times are they just in a pile of humanity? Of sweat, blood, and and, and spit, and I'm like oh, that spread like wildfire. 
was to take one idiot going out to a strip club. Oh, dude on the Lakers should have went to the strip club. Strip joints in Texas. Uh, I think it was a little far. Or, or Orlando to Atlanta was a lot easier than Orlando to Texas. But you know, drive through strip clubs, all right? What did you just stick? You just lower your window a little bit and you stick the dollars through. You're just like just shooting them out. Do they have to hand you one of those dollar guns? You have to like shoot the shoot the the ones at the strippers as you drive past them. <laughs> drive through strip clubs. Yeah, I, I, I what well, I, I feel like one of the things like how is the the, the sex industry really been impacted by <laughs> by COVID nineteen? I mean, how are our strippers are able to work? How are our sex workers? Like I, I can only imagine the the, the bunny ranch in, in in Nevada. These bunny ranches. How much disinfecting do you have to do? You got to screen these dudes before they come in, before they they they, they partake in, in these in the prostitution. What about what about all the illegal prostitution going on out there? Uh, how are they screening dudes? <laughs> I, I'm sure there's some uh, unenlightened, unintelligent. Uh, ladies of the night who are probably intentionally or unintentionally spreading COVID-19 like crazy. Uh, oh, and then, Jai, th thank you. I, I, I would have totally forgot about that. OnlyFans. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine that's where all the uh, the strip club money and all the hooker money is going. It's going into OnlyFans subscriptions. <laughs> it's, it's funny, when I first heard of this site, I'm like, oh, it's a place where uh, where people can like they can chat with their fans, but as I discovered, it's primarily women selling themselves for for subscriptions. <laughs> as I found, like every adult star has it. And I think uh, honestly, I yeah, the porn industry that's the porn industry. They can't shoot right now. Hell, if they were being cracked down over STDs, I can only imagine. The conservative freaking uh, governments are more than happy to have freaking shut it down completely. Oh, look, we got rid of pornography. <laughs> All it took was a pandemic and the pornography is out of the valley. <laughs> All these all these porn stars, yeah, they, they got to make their money through OnlyFans. It, it, it's, uh, it's insane. They, they cut out the middleman. I guess in, in the case of a lot of these uh, adult film stars, they're cutting out these producers and people, and just getting the money directly from the fan. I, you know what? It, it, maybe it's a little bit liberating. I, I, I imagine the, a lot of these people they, they have to they they they're, they're, they're struggling to pay the rent, or maybe they're not struggling to pay the rent. I, I, I saw uh, my, my favorite Twitter follow Seahawk. He he was retweeting how the, this chick paid for a car with her OnlyFans. I was like, I'm sorry, what? You got enough people? I don't think the woman was famous, but apparently she was famous enough that enough dudes are giving her five bucks a month or something so they could watch her play with the titties. And they're like, all right, cool. I got about 40000 in the bank. Let's go buy a car. It's like, internet. Wow. <laughs> I saw a good friend of the show. Uh, Lamar Harris was joking today, like yeah, he, he he's 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 out, he's one of the main people out there looking for a job. He he was joking, like if I don't get this job, you're gonna see my OnlyFans get set up. <laughs> and I was like, Lamar, you go get yours. If all these women of various various sizes can 
get the get their money send the dudes in too <laughs> i'm sure there, there's dudes of all shapes and sizes can 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 get a whole bunch of thirsty women <laughs> to sign up for their hands as well some chick oh oh see jai Pollard over here on facebook live some chick bought a fucking bentley maybe that was the one that 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 that, that seahawk was was tweeting about I, I i assumed it was a normal car but heaven knows i guess if you can if you ball like that you can get that <laughs> it's insane with, with, with the state of our world <laughs> uh oh james with it or thirsty dudes oh right I, I shouldn't discriminate. Yes, there could be some thirsty dudes who want to see some other dudes. You know? You know? All you, well, I guess, if you if you have a if you have a type, go get yours. Apparently, I, like like my my, my my buddy Matt used to tell me, I, I I am very attracted to a lot of bears. I should set up a Dre's Geek Philosophy OnlyFans and to see all the bears like roll in. <laughs> the the. To see me shirtless, washing my car. Honey, I, I think I solved our bill problem. <laughs> yeah, get all, get all these, uh, get all these, all these bears rolling on up just to see, to show pictures of your ass. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> uh, and Kiet. Master of subtlety. A lot of thirsty dudes with a lot of time on their hands, among other things. <laughs> the bear cave. Yeah, the bear cave. Yeah, chick. I mean, if chicks can make money selling pictures of their feet, I, I'm sure I could sell sell pictures of my butt to to some very horny bears out there. <laughs> My wife coming through on the on the baby monitor over here on my left. <laughs> oh my, uh, James is post right. No joke. I've seen someone post their income from OnlyFans on Instagram, making over a hundred k a year. Oh my lord! If I could haul in an extra five k a year, man, that would make our. If I could pay for all the baby things with with an OnlyFans, oh, yeah, this might happen. The wife is motivated. <laughs> I. The wife is motivated. She's gonna set this up. She's gonna set up all these boudoir photos of me. <laughs> Can you hear that? The baby. She's gonna enjoy it. The, the my biggest fan of my OnlyFans is gonna be my wife. <laughs> oh, in incoming mother-in-law right there. <laughs> like like mother-in-law has entered the chat. Well, what are we talking about now? <laughs> the bear market is booming. Yes, indeed, Kiet. <laughs> We're, like, it, I, I mentioned that because uh, there was uh, back at one of the last Nintendo meetings, I remember Matt had posted a photo of myself, our good friend uh, Pedro, and himself. And then all these dudes were like, Yowza, wow, who's your friend, Matt? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm attracted to bears. <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> Costanza photo. Oh Jesus! Hot milk. Apparently, Tiger has something to say too. Hot milfs in your area. Now, I don't know. I don't know if the mic or either of the mics are picking up the baby monitor over here. My son is 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 a 
he's opposing? Are, are you opposed? Do you not want to be the, the son of a man who has an OnlyFans <laughs> that appeals to a particular demographic? <laughs> Dad, no. I'll, I can't live with myself if I go to school. Oh. My, my gay dad sees your dad on OnlyFans. See, wow, this is just the ramifications. Right? The, see the, the way my brain works. <laughs> I did not foresee the show going in this direction. I mean, granted, let, 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 let's let, let let's let you in on, on the secret of the show. Especially like, especially if you go back to the, all the early days. We, I would show up to the secret podcast studio without a format. <laughs> I was scrambling, coming from. Well, my, my driving school job, not no time to write anything down. Me, me and Pete would waste half a show driving there. We'd be talking in the car. I'm like, we're wasting the show talking here in the car. We've got to save some for the show. We'd get on the air with no format, and then we'd get a show done. You know, in the last year or so, I've tried to make sure I had a format coming to the air, but these last few weeks, like especially being a parent, there's no format. You want to see the format for today? Here, look. Here's today's format. Blank. <laughs> I had Marlins fucked up. <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con is stupid. Promote the cape. That's the, the, the three bullet points I had while my wife and I were having dinner. <laughs> That's the, the, the show you have. The sausage is made. <laughs> and honestly, I think back in the day, I think some of our best shows came from doing it by the seat of my pants. So t- today was very much a doing the show by the seat of my pants episode. <laughs> And my, 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 my train of thought took us t- <laughs> I am turning colors here <laughs> oh. you can sign up for our OnlyFans at Dre GP Podcast <laughs> if you really want to support the show make sure you go to our Patreon search for Dre's Geek Philosophy on Patreon uh, you can support our show as well just by following us on our various social medias, if, uh, on Facebook at Dre GP Podcast, Twitter at Dre GP Podcast. I, I have been consistently tweeting ridiculous things. So we're in the room where it happens, the room where it happens. Oh no, Kiet just triggered some Hamilton. <laughs> I keep joking. I'm just gonna like open the show with like whatever Hamilton song is in my head, but I keep not doing it. Dre and the Three Bears. Ad-libbing is, is fun. Honest, I think, Jai, when you're here on the show, I think we just ad-lib the show anyway. Uh, Twitter, yeah. Twitter is, uh, depending on where you're, how, what you're following, it can be a cesspool of death and destruction. Or if you curate it very carefully, you can wind up on wrestling Twitter, black Twitter, and and then sports Twitter. And you see the interesting cross-sections. As, uh, as yesterday, we learned... Well, I, I already knew this, but a lot of people were learning that professional wrestler Triple H looks strikingly similar to a porn star named Sarah J. Try to erase that from your brains. <laughs> I can't. So now we keep joking about that. Well, this this <laughs> I, I've seen this joke many times, but then this guy I follow, he's been blamed for it because apparently uh, 
the uh, Talib Kweli decided to have sex with this particular porn star. She looks like Triple H. It's not that Triple H looks like her. She looks like Triple H nose, the hair. It's all about the game. <laughs> I've been making several jokes about that on Twitter. So follow me at DreGP Podcast. James, don't. <laughs> well, all I got to do is go on Twitter a little bit, and you'll see comparison photos already. <laughs> she looks like Triple H. <laughs> Triple H looks like her. <laughs> Finkel sees Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> Chai just killed me right now. It's time to masturbate. It's not water she's spitting. <laughs> Yeah, Triple H's birthday, uh, that, that was great because both things were trending. You saw, oh, Sarah J. Talipoli, Triple H's birthday. And my buddy Seahawk was like, welp. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so, yes, you can catch all my <laughs> adventures on Twitter, at DreGP Podcast. Uh, the Instagram has been fired up. <laughs> I'm th- <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. He's at work throwing up at the thought that a porn star looks like Triple H. It's a fact. (laughs) These are facts. I'm not here telling you lies. I'm only bringing you facts. (laughs) On your knees, dog. Bow down to the... Bow down to the king. (laughs) It's all about the game. (laughs) Now you play it. Well, you can put us down for a copyright infringement right there as I've been singing WWE theme songs. <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram. Videos are going up on Instagram. Even though it takes me a, a, a day and a half to put up a gaming video on Instagram, they're still going up there. Uh, fun stuff. Oh, <laughs> I'm turning red and I can't breathe. <laughs> There's so much fun comedy in today's episode. I brought back the manic energy. Uh, Ryan asks, how does she make uh, money? Uh, as I posited on Twitter, there's probably a lot of dudes who secretly love Triple H and watch her and enjoy it. <laughs> Got a grunt from my son. <laughs> he didn't like that joke either. <laughs> How is she still in the business? There's a lot of guys who don't care about faces. <laughs> Jai, where's your sexist comment, please? Swoop in. <laughs> Sexist fan. <laughs> to the rescue. <laughs> he has a drag reflex that starts in his stomach. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I love that this is on a 30 second delay between me seeing these comments. But Jai did swoop in. <laughs> this episode is off the rails. It is completely gone. It's as if the spirit of Zamzia is right here going, let's have a chaotic episode. <laughs> Rule 43. Isn't that right? Rule 43, right, Kiet? Rule 43. <laughs> if it exists, there has to be a porn version of it. <laughs> At Dre GP Podcast. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast on YouTube. Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast on Patreon. If you want to, if you want to support 
or share. <laughs> then and there it is. <laughs> I, it's like I in good. I, I have to repeat it, and in, in for the for the sake of journalism, I will quote Jai Polidor. Here, here you go, Ryan. This Ryan, this is how Sarah J makes money in porn. Quote Jeff Otter, faces are like accessories. They're good to have, but they're not necessary. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure you saw that comment before I did. Remember, 30 second delay. Sorry, not sorry, mother-in-law. <laughs> That's what you get. So, some weeks on the uh, good way to get demonized tonight. <laughs> chaos episode why not <laughs> thank you for watching i'm gonna go help my wife with my son because i guess he, he's getting a little wild tonight <laughs> thank you for watching thank you for listening i hope you enjoy this because i hope you guys enjoy this half as much as i did because i mean you can see the shitting and grin on my face on the laps i had a good time don't watch this with the kids <laughs> I mean, generally, don't watch this with the kids, but especially not tonight. That's going to be a title. Leave the kids at home. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Even my son's laughing at this. Have yourselves a good night. We'll see you guys next week. There might be a... There's a 75% chance that there's a gaming video coming this week. Till next week. Same great time. Same great channel. But Triple H is ugly. And that's the joke. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> Even Tiger's laughing. I am a monster. <laughs> Thank you for watching. I'm out of here. Have a good night. <laughs> oh, my lord. <laughs>